It's the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I am Frank Morano. We are counting down the days until Christmas and uh, New Year's, and usually this is a very joyous time, a fun time, a time where you get to go to a lot of parties, a time where you get to connect with a lot of family and friends that you don't generally get to see, but it can also be a time that's very stressful. You feel like there aren't enough hours in the day. You feel like there might not be enough money in your banking account to get every Everybody that you need to get gifts for to begin with. Uh, you feel like you're spread in many different directions. And now that it seems like there's maybe two hours of daylight, at least for people like me who are totally nocturnal, it can feed, feed into this seasonal affective disorder, which more and more people seem to be struggling with. That's why around this time of year, I like to help people stay focused on the positives, what they can do for others, uh, not only in their own life, but even sometimes perfect strangers. A guy who has become sort of my guru of giving is uh, Jim McCann. He's not only a very successful entrepreneur, an author, a speaker, and the founder of uh, 1-800-Flowers, but he's really helped me uh, kind of move into more of a gratitude mindset, more of a gratitude way of thinking. And he struck me as the perfect person to talk to around this time of year. Hey, Jim, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. I hope you're doing well thanks for joining me on the radio again doing a uh, great frank and uh, thanks for the opportunity by the way frank i i just have to tell you you've been doing some really great shows lately the stuff you did with santos and 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 the editorial you did a couple of days before that about your thoughts on uh, on the whole idea of his uh, being thrown out of the house and whether or not that should happen it's just really good stuff except it's keeping me up later and later <laughs> I, I appreciate that, Jim. You're very kind. Thanks a lot. Hey, uh, so they call this time of year the season of giving. Now, it, it's easy for people talk radio uh, listeners, particularly in the New York area, to say, oh, okay, yeah, giving, giving. That's just something that churches say when they need to raise more money. That's just something that department right. stores say when they need to uh, get people to buy stuff. What does the season of giving mean to you, Jim? And how do you think people can really live that and embody that? Well, I think it's it's big and little. What I mean by that, Frank, is it's the little things. Like it's a crazy busy time of the year. Obviously, we have business between our Harry and David and our one eight hundred flowers and our Cheryl's cookies. All those brands, of course, this is peak season for us. So busy. But you have to remind yourself that giving. For us, we discovered over the last couple of years doing a lot of work on what we really are, what we really do. We emerged with an idea that we've been embracing more and more, which is giving itself. The act of giving is the genuine gift. So giving is the gift. And what we mean by that is it doesn't have to be tangible. If it is, we have wonderful gifts for you. But it's it's giving of your time. It's giving of your emotion. It's it's connecting. It's saying hello. It's sending a note. Last night, I got together with a buddy of mine. He and I became good business friends and then became personal friends. With COVID, we realized it had been five or six years since we'd gotten together in person. 
and we were able to get together last night and have a glass of wine together. And bump, we're right back where we were six years ago when we were last connected on a regular basis. The friendship seeds are there. They're reignited. You're back in the same place. Now, that can, you know, we were lucky. We were able to do it in person where it hadn't been able to work out before. But it's, it, it could have been a phone call out of the blue saying, I was just thinking of you. And those are giving that way, giving your thoughts, your emotion, your attention is what really matters. And it's not just for the person who you're extending yourself to, who you're reaching out to, who you're emotionally investing in, taking a risk in reaching out to. It's for yourself. And we have a, I have a friend and a great advisor. His name is Dr. George Everly. And he's down at Johns Hopkins School of Public Health. And he was explaining to us, we had a, a, a leadership conference here a few weeks ago. And he was explaining to us that there is scientific evidence that giving is something very good for us. And they measure it chemically in the brain. So at the center of the brain is a section called the amygdala, And it's a Latin word for almond. And there are two almond-shaped uh, uh, areas of the brain where, where we have our fight-or-flight kind of mechanism where our anxiety breeds and lives. But it's also where our pleasure and our satisfaction our reactions come from too. So when we give of ourselves a gift or an embrace or express ourselves to somebody or go out of our way to connect, it makes us feel good. And you have a measurable chemical reaction in a brain that changes how we feel. So when you realize that you can, you, we can control the chemistry of our brain by our behavior, by our thoughts, it makes you realize that this giving season had a reason for why it came about and why it's evolved. And it gives you an idea of how we can think and act better for ourselves and for everyone around us. You know, it's so interesting that you say that when we think about the science behind giving, it's been backed up in many different, uh, many different research studies over the years. Uh, it's so easy to think about ways to give to the less fortunate, but there mm -hmm. is another challenge for a lot of people, which is how do you give something to someone that's meaningful to you that might be difficult to shop for? For instance, you know, I'm very grateful to John Katsimatidis for giving me this job. I mean, he's a billionaire. I had no, would have no idea what to get him in terms of a, a gift. I had uh, Elliot Gordon on this program yesterday. We were talking about a birthday gift that Tom Dreesen had given to Frank Sinatra, and he basically yes. bought um, something like 5,000 meals for homeless people in Sinatra's name, and they, the homeless folks all got a note that says, you know, compliments of Frank Sinatra, and and then that started a trend of other people giving that to Sinatra as a birthday gift. If there's someone in your life that you want to express gratitude for, that you want to show you're thinking of around the holiday season, what can you get them if you have no idea what to get them? Well, I think what you just expressed is the way you start saying, I wanted to find something. I'm not that clever, but I thought that if I told you how I was thinking about you, that in itself is good. What goes along with that, if anything, is secondary. The fact that you said and exposed yourself, saying, I wanted to think of something that was really good. Uh, and, and maybe I came down with a, maybe it was a bottle of wine, maybe it was a gift basket, maybe it was some chocolates. But I, I just wanted to tell you that you mean so much to me, and I wanted to be more creative than I am, but I wanted to express myself. And I think that gift is your expression. You saying, John, I'm so appreciative of what you've done for me and the opportunity, the platform you've given me. I work hard every day to make it a great decision on your part, but I feel inadequate about uh, it properly expressing myself. That's your gift. 
that's what you can give him. In, in terms of uh, the written word, right? And when you express a comment like that, I, I find that a handwritten note goes a long way. Are you a handwritten note guy? I am. Uh, I am, Frank. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. And it gets more important every day because we become more and more digital. So the fact that you would sit down and write that note out with that uh, bottle of wine, that box of chocolates that you gave to John or that, that gift of that fruit basket you sent him, that's what really matters, that you took the time to express yourself. That's what he's going to remember. Next year, he's not going to remember unless it was Harry and David pairs, <laughs> but he's not likely <laughs> to remember what you gave him. But he's going to remember how he felt when he read that card. And the, the people don't remember what you say or do. And this is according to uh, Maya Angelou. But they certainly remember how you made them feel. Uh, talking with Jim McCann, he's the founder of 1-800-Flowers and of uh, of Smile Farms. Jim, I know the holiday season's a busy time for you. And I have to tell you, 1-800-Flowers uh, came through Johnny on the spot for me once again last week when I sent a, a get well gift to a, a friend of mine that was recovering from some, uh, from some surgery. And uh, she really, really liked it because it meant a lot to her. She's a dog person and there was a, a gift with a dog in it and everything, which was really great. But aside from working doggable collection. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me tell you, this was, was really special to her, but aside from working, which I'm sure you're doing plenty of for the next couple of weeks, what do you do around the holidays? What do you do for Christmas and new years and that whole thing? Well, the good news is we have three kids and seven grandkids and they're all nearby. And so we'll, we'll stay local through the holiday. And we, I'm trying to invent things. I'm, I'm very conscious of the fact that, uh, um, the, there's less in front of me than there is behind me in terms of lifespan. And, and uh, we're focused, I'm focused a lot on rituals. And you and I have chatted about that before. And I got to believe in your house, uh, Carmine being what, two years old now, Christmas is going to be very different this year than last year. He's, he, he's probably excited, but not quite sure why he's excited. And you're excited for him. But these are the times that you can create rituals or things that just you and he do together or things that you do just as a family, an immediate family. In your household, I would imagine there's seven different kind of fish on Christmas Eve. <laughs> but those there, rituals there, matter. There, there is indeed. Uh, there is indeed. Hey, uh, Jim, I always really enjoy talking with you. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me in the wee hours in the morning. Thank you very much. Have a great Christmas and a happy new year. I look forward to chatting you a lot more uh, with a, a lot more after the new year as well. Frank, have a very Merry Christmas. I hope it's perfect for you and your family. Thank you. Uh, best to you as well. It's Jim McCann, founder of 1-800-Flowers and of Smile Farms. If you want to comment on any portion of our conversation, you're welcome to give me a call. 800-848-9222. That's 800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight, straight ahead.